another week, another Monday, and another opportunity to be a great leader, be like Jesus, and to make a difference in the lives of others. Hello, and I hope that you have had a lovely weekend or that your week is going good so far, um, no matter what day you are listening to this podcast. And in today's episode, I'll be sharing with you my Inspire framework, which is a framework I created to help you navigate building workplace relationships effectively. Now, I've also to help you, I've created a PDF, so you can download a PDF copy of this framework by clicking the link in the description below. Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in podcast. Together we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy and let's jumpstart your leadership. So before we start the episode with my favorite way of course is reading a review and then jumping into the content. I do have a podcast announcement that I would like to make today. In the spirit of always being open and honest with my listeners, being transparent and always being an open book, you know, I have showed, <laughs> I've shared some of my most embarrassing stories on here, but I would like to announce that I will be going down to two episodes a week instead of currently three episodes a week. And the reason I am going down to to two episodes instead of having the three is that I'm in the process of building my business and I am super duper aware of my limitations, my capabilities and my capacities. And I, I know that I simply cannot afford to burn out again. And although I just actually told someone this morning that I absolutely love the podcast, it's not stressful to me, it's a way to share and I know that I am doing what God wants me to do. It's a calling on my life. However, I also know that building a business is very tough and I've been, I've been doing so for the last six months and it is tough. It's a tough journey, but I have come to a point where God has really blessed me with an opportunity to jump into what's called business coaching. And I'll be working with a business coach who will be helping me to build my business, but I do need to give some time up for this and you know when I started having a look at okay where where can I what's the best way for my time I know that I could not give up time with my family that is a no-go zone for me I have done so for many 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 years and that will just not happen again and I know that this opportunity to do business coaching comes from God really believe me I do and therefore the only other thing that I can cut down my time on is going from three episodes a week to two episodes a week. Now it's not a big, it's really, it's not a big sacrifice, 
in terms of time. However, I know that I can, I'll can. i still be able to give more than what I can in the two episodes because I am still committed and I still want to do exactly what God wants me to do in, the, in this podcast. And I believe the podcast was able to grow so big because of the three episodes a week and I'm glad I did that from the beginning. However, I feel now it's time to go down to two episodes a week and I know actually some other podcasters are only doing one episode a week because that's all that they can do. But I'm committed to keeping to two episodes a week. So starting this week, you'll only get two episodes. It'll be every Monday and Thursday, moving from every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So every Monday and Thursday, you can now look out for episodes on this podcast. Okay, so next up is the competition winner. So I said I would do that on Monday, the 30, 30th of October. So it's Monday, the 30th of October now. However, I'm very disappointed, but no one actually entered the competition. So that's okay. Um, no winner at this time. But I will run a competition again in the future when maybe there are number one more listeners. But also when I get to know my listeners better because I think offering the From Conflict to Collaboration course was not a draw point enough for people to apply or to enter the prize and also the coaching as well. So I think I'm disappointed because I wanted to get that part started with some listeners on, on the podcast. But that's okay. Disappointment is how we learn, right? And if by making mistakes and by doing, you know, just trial and error, we learn. And this is exactly why I'm here for you on the podcast as well. So that you, like I mentioned before, can learn from my mistakes. But also that I can show you some resilience and show that although I'm disappointed, it's not going to get me down. And and it's okay. And I will, I, I failed forward. I'm failing forward. I'm learning and I am going to learn from this failed competition and I'm going to make it bigger and greater next time. Okay, so then on to the review and I'm reading a review from Tara Josie or Tara Josie. Leadership is influence. What a great podcast. If you're in the workplace as a Christian woman, this podcast is essential. What great reminders that we need to know how to walk out of faith and influence where we are. And we spend most of our time at work. So encouraged and needed. Thank you very much, Tara Josie. I really appreciate your review. It means a lot to me. I'm really happy to read the reviews because it means that people are actually listening to my podcast and I'm not just talking into a void. (laughs) So I'd like to encourage you to leave a review. And it is very exciting because I'm now, the podcast, not me, the podcast is now ranked in nine different countries, which is super exciting because that is only the hand of God that can rank a podcast in nine countries within two months of release. So Um, This at the end of this week on the 4th of November the podcast would be two months old and in two months we have we have ranked in nine countries and I have reached 1,397 downloads and nearly at 1,400. That's very exciting as well and I am going to quickly share where are all our listeners from. So we've ranked in nine countries but we do have listeners from all over. So we've got Australia, United States, South Africa, New Zealand, Iraq, Canada, United Kingdom, Malaysia, India, Hungary, Iran, Philippines, Germany, Indonesia, Czech Republic, and the Netherlands. So that is amazing. We've got people from all around the world listening. And I am really thankful that you keep on coming back to listen to this podcast. As I waffle on, 
about my life, <laughs> uh, about God. It's not waffling if you talk about God, right? And then about leadership. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is a bit croaky this morning. I've got two sick children in the house at the moment. So fingers crossed they have not made me sick, but no, I am healthy in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's get to the content of this podcast. So building relationships are important because I've already mentioned this before. We spend a lot of time at, at work with the people that we work with. And I actually recently, very recently, read an article. It popped up. <clears throat> it actually popped up on my Google um, because I did a keyword search. It popped up on my Google. It said, stop referring to people at work as your family. They are not. And my initial thought was, oh, no, I told the people on my podcast to do just that. Now I'm a fraud. However, I realized when I read the article that the person who wrote the article got hurt and was treated unfairly and was feeling hurt over that. But the reality is, yes, that they are not our blood family. The people at work, they are not our blood family. But you do spend a significant amount of time with them. And thinking of them as your family can sometimes just help you navigate those tough workplace relationships and think differently about those, those people you are working with. In essence, how can you just work with someone and not create a relationship with them, even if it's a professional one? We're not robots, right? We have feelings, and they have feelings. We all, we're all human beings and therefore we have feelings. And if you have something like feelings, it means that you create relationships or if someone does something, it annoys you. Or if somebody does something, it makes you happy. Okay? It's all feelings and it's all emotions. And, and the other thing about being human beings is that we can and should have compassion for one another. Okay, so when I was starting to think about relationships and how we can create relationships at work, I started thinking of a couple of things. And then I thought, okay, well, how can I put this into a framework so that it could be easier to remember or I can make it into a PDF that you guys as leaders can just print out, pop it in your office and use that as a guideline. So anyway, came up with the Inspire framework and I'm 100% sure that was inspired by God. And you can take notes as I go along, or you can simply download the PDF, make some more notes on that, or just print it out, put it next to you, and have it handy. Okay. Now, the I in INSPIRE, the first I, stands for Integrity in Actions and Decision Making. Now, I've talked a lot about integrity and how important it is for you as a leader to have integrity. And again, integrity means doing the right thing all the time, whether somebody's looking or not. Because remember... Our team members and the people who we influence are followers, basically. They do look up to us and they do scrutinize us more than anybody else. Why? It's because they look up to us and it's sometimes with the people you look up to, you're looking for inspiration. You're looking at them for answers. And so they are looking at you more than what anybody else would look. And if you do something wrong, they're going to scrutinize it. It unfortunately is just the way of life. And I have experienced this firsthand as well. Make a mistake and your followers or your people who are working with you are the ones who will judge you the most. And I don't think they kind of do it on purpose. It is. It doesn't feel nice. And I have had to speak to some of my team members who have done that with me. Because it, I always just felt it's just so unfair. The leader can never make mistakes. However, in saying that, I think it's more about how we deal and handle different situations. Even if we do make mistakes, owning up to that mistake and saying, I was wrong in this situation, but I'm going to try better next time. So integrity and decision making. So it's, it's about your actions and the way you make decisions. 
making ethical decisions, making sure that when you make decisions that you include other people in your decisions. If it's an executive decision, make sure that it's an ethical decision and that you've made that with integrity. Okay, this is a surefire way that you as a leader can build relationship with your team. Now, when it comes to your team building relationship with each other, again, you should encourage integrity amongst their actions and their decision-making as well. Because if you don't have integrity, you have a lack of trust, which means that people are not going to trust each other in your team. They're not going to trust you. And it's just going to erode everything that you guys have built up together. Is that erosion of trust. So if you don't have integrity, you do not have trust. Okay, the N in INSPIRE stands for nurturing communication and collaboration. Okay, so what you should be doing as a leader is you should be nurturing communication between you and your team and between your team members and then also collaboration. So give them opportunities to collaborate with each other and then nurturing communication. So if you see that communication is an issue amongst your team, then finding ways to help them to communicate better with each other. If you see that people are struggling with their verbal communication, then organize a communication professional development or somebody to come in and help you with that. But giving them opportunities to talk to each other, to communicate with each other, and then collaborating with each other will also help you with your team members in terms of relationship, but also them with each other. It doesn't help that you have a good relationship with your team, but they don't have a good relationship with themselves amongst them other because you you're not going to constantly be there as a leader. They need to be able to function without you. The S in Inspire stands for supporting a positive and inclusive team culture. Supporting a positive and inclusive team culture. You guys know how I feel about workplace culture and about team culture. Extremely important for teams to work together well, to trust each other, and to be a high-performing team. So you should be supporting a positive and inclusive team culture. Now, how can you do that? Well, I've spoken about that quite a lot in a lot of the other podcasts um, as well. Especially, I think it was number my very first one or two podcast episodes I spoke about what is workplace culture and why should you care about it. I think that was number one. So, no, that, that was number two, definitely. Sorry, <laughs> I did not write that down. So, yeah, you should definitely be encouraging people to talk to each other, to work together. And if there's gossip in your workplace, you should be doing everything in your power to stop that. And I did have other episodes about how you can get rid of gossip. Now, those episodes give you the how to get rid of gossip from a women of faith perspective I do have a more intensive program that I'm actually redoing this week so I'm very excited about that a self-paced online course for leaders on get step by step on getting rid of gossip and it goes much more in detail than I did in my podcast episode because although I'm giving you a lot of value for free I do still have to keep some things elusive so that I can have a program that I can sell okay so I'm recreating my online course at the moment and then I'm also creating a six-week virtual workshop where you can leaders can enroll for six half days over a six-week period to go through this program if they don't want to do the online course and then there's also going to be a two-day live in-person workshop but that's only for Perth WA. I'm not traveling at the moment for the sake of not being away from my family. So I am prioritizing doing well. Yes. Okay. 
The P stands for promoting team development and growth. So another surefire way to make sure that you are creating relationships with your team, but that your team are also creating relationships with each other, is if you if you promote team development and growth. So that could be professional development opportunities. It could get when you get speakers in to come and talk to your team. It could be workshops. It could be days out together, but that's not work-related, but that's more social. It could be when you and your team are doing icebreakers before team meetings, anything like that where you are promoting team development and growth. Remember, your team can't just sit and work the whole day long at their desk. Yes, they've got KPIs to meet. Yes, you've got a business to run, but it's also very crucial that you prioritize the people, their development and their growth. And in my previous, one of my previous working environments, what I used to do is we used to have a budget for professional development. And each person, as part of their growth plan for the year, had to source professional development. They had to source their own professional development because I also didn't want to um, give them professional development that they didn't want. So they could do one or two professional developments throughout the year that they really wanted to do. Uh, within reason, of course, within the budget. And then all the other professional development I organized throughout the year for us as a whole team. So the professional development they did individually or the leaders did together, but then they had to source it together. And then they had to pitch it to me. I was not going to do the work because I wanted them to want to go to that on to the, to that training, whether it was online or in person. And if it was online training, I allowed them to stay home for the day and do the online training because they value the time that you're giving them to do the online training more than just giving them the opportunity to do it online from work because it's not the same. It's just not the same experience. So the second I in inspire stands for inspiring achievements and motivation. So this is just really where you are going to celebrate achievements and you're going to motivate your team and through doing that you are building relationship with them because it's all positive you are celebrating their achievements whenever they have achieved the slightest thing or whether it's a staff member of the month because they hit the person who hits the most targets every month or or the who person who meets their target consistently or it's just by motivating them and saying that this is what we're working for or having a scale where every single time when somebody makes a sale, then it goes on that scale and it builds up and builds up and builds up. And let's say you're aiming for 100K of sales this month, then having it on a scale, they say, okay, we're now at 20,000. We're now at 30,000. We're now at 40,000. Come on, guys, we got this. Let's see if by next week we can get to 50,000. So it's just that constant motivation. And not just letting them do it all by themselves. Yes, autonomy is important, but motivation from you from the back, okay, is going to be extremely, extremely important for your team. You can't just be in the front cracking a whip. You need to be at the back motivating them, saying, come on, guys, push more, push more. You got this. I believe in you. So inspiring them to achieve and, and motivating them is a surefire way to build relationship with your team. However... The catch is you need to inspire your team to do it for each other as well. So amongst each other, they should be inspiring achievements and they should be motivating each other as well. So you do get some people in a workplace who finds that really easy. Other people find it more difficult. But if you if you have some people that... Um, if you have some people that are really good at that, 
then say to them, I'm going to give you a secret job and that is to inspire achievement and motivation. You're going to be on my cheerleading team or whatever that might look like for you. So definitely do not stand back, but inspire achievement and motivation. Then the R stands for resolving conflict and building resilience. Two R's there. Resolving conflict and building resilience. Okay, so number one, resolving conflict. You have to resolve conflict. If you do not know how to resolve conflict or you need to know more about that, go back to my podcast episodes where I talked about um, not dealing with conflict So it's episode, um, and how you can deal with conflict. So why does conflict occur is episode 14. Does healthy conflict exist is episode 15. The characteristics of unhealthy conflict is episode 16. And then not dealing with conflict, the consequences is episode number 17. So go and have a listen to those episodes where you can go and learn how to resolve conflict. And if you want to do my online course from conflict to collaboration, you can also go onto my website, womenoffaithinleadership.com. There will be a link that you can follow to that online course if you want to learn more about resolving conflict. Then building resilience. So resilience basically is a a bit of a tricky one because not a lot of, some people struggle with resilience. Some people find it easier than others to just get up when they fall. But it's basically failing forward. So when somebody has made a mistake, instead of, you know, performance managing them or screaming at them or belittling them or making them feel really, really, really small and bad for that mistake, building them up and saying, look, we failed, but we're going to fail forward. And in that, when you do that every single time, it really builds the resilience of that person and they will start believing in themselves as well. Then the E, the last one, stands for empowering and engaging your team members. So, and and just to go back to R, remember resolving conflict and building resilience, it's not just for you with your team members, it's also for your team to do that amongst each other, okay? So we're first going to role model what to do, but then we're going to teach our teams to do it with each other and towards each other. Okay, back to empowering and engaging our team members. Now, there is a lot of ways you can empower your team. Okay, you can delegate work, things that you have hold, held on to for a very long time because you are the best at doing that. You are now going to entrust to other people. You are going to empower them and say, look, this is a very important job. I'm going to entrust you to do this now. Why? Because I want to empower you. I believe you've got leadership capabilities in you. I believe you are better than what you're doing right now. So you are building them up and you're empowering them. Okay, but then also engaging them. So there's lots of ways that you can engage your team. And I believe I also do have a podcast about engaging your team podcast episode, which I can't for the life of me now remember what episode number that is. And I'm looking through the the episode numbers here. Let me have a look. No, I don't think I had a separate episode about that, but I have talked a lot about engaging your team. So engaging your team, you can engage with them on a daily basis. You can engage with them at social events, but remember, work, social events. I do not encourage socialization out of work that is not work-related. And then um, 
The other thing that you can engage with your team is through those apps, through workplace apps. So like if it's Microsoft Teams or if it's Slack or Monday.com, whatever those, Asana, I know that there's a lot of those engagement apps out there as well. But keeping your team engaged and you engaging with your team and not just be sitting and watching them do the work, but also engaging with them is a surefire way for you to build relationship with your team. But then also, again, for them to do it with each other. So they need to learn how to empower and engage with each other. Okay. Now, if you want to know more about relationship building and this, this in specifically this framework, I actually do have an online course that I wrote under my previous organization. So I started off with a consultancy called Pioneer Training and Consulting, which is mainly aimed at educational staff. But I realized that I don't only have a passion for educational staff. I do have a passion for people in the corporate environment, obviously then people in the school environment, people in the healthcare sector. And the more I spoke to people in different sectors, I realized that workplace culture is an issue no matter in what in what organization, in what sector, in what industry you're in. I've actually built a course called Building Relationships with Your Team. So if you are interested in learning more about the relationships in particular, I go more in depth with that online course. And you, I will also pop the link in that description below because that is not going to be under womenoffaithinleadership.com. That is not going to be on that link. So the link will only be in the description below for building relationships with your team if you're interested in having a look at that online course. Okay, so I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. Remember to download your PDF, print print it, laminate it, put it in your office. But also do not forget to actually share it with your team. That is very, very important. It doesn't help that you just sit on the information. You can also share it with your leadership team first and then maybe take it to the rest of your team. But this Inspire framework should hopefully inspire you to build relationships with your team and then to pluck the fruit of those relationships, which ultimately is a better working environment and a better work-based culture for everyone. Just know that you are amazing and that God has called you to do what you are doing right now for a reason, even if it is a stepping stone for something else. And just know that I love you and thank you for listening and God bless you. Bye. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when i read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.